Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh no! Hello? Wow! Dirty cover. Wow! Horny. Oh man, what a song! What a song! I, I'm going to be honest. If you listen to the Tim Heidecker podcast, Office Hours, I nicked it from that. This one, I've never. That's Fanny. I've never. I mean, I've heard of Fanny, uh, but I've never heard of Fanny for uh, or four piece all girl rock group, rock and roll group, rock and roll group from the United States of America in uh, the early 1970s, and they. Sound incredible. Absolutely you know. incredible. Uh, so they're my new favourite band. And I don't know, uh, I know very little about them, um, but I know I love Fanny. You're a pervert. Steady. Steady. What did you think of it? It wasn't even good enough to be shit. Well, that's, that's a terrible start to the show. The Late Night Alternative, Ian Lee, that's me. Who that over there? Catherine Boyle. Yes, all right. That's what I'm talking about. What are you doing? These headphones keep sliding out, so I'm using these ones from across the desk. Mm-mm-mm. Mm, mm, it yeah. tastes so delicious. It tastes so good. It tastes so hot, 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 hot. Welcome to the show, the first show of the week. The, the, my back is killing me. My legs are killing me. But do you know what? The vibe is strong with this one. We are going to go to places unknown. And we're going to start there with a high energy... Oh, hang on a minute. Don't tell me the... Oh, flipping it. Oh, oh, man. Can you put Dredge on line one for me, please, while I close phone box and reopen phone box? Because it don't work. Good evening, Dredge! Hello. Good evening and welcome. Oh, look at you saying the words... Of, um, uh, I want to say John Craven. I think I've had some kind of brain injury over the week right. because when I'm trying to think of of the, the certain people, I can't think of them. And I don't. I mean Nick Frost. I mean David Frost. Got there in the end. You're saying the words of David Frost, but not in the voice of David Frost. In the voice of Kenny Everett. Can we do? One. Can we do a little? Um, this is how we're going to start the show, and it's going to be it's going to be a great show tonight. If you've got a blank cassette, um, put it in. If you've not got a blank cassette, then I suggest you you tape over whatever you've got on your cassettes. We're going to start with a little round of uh, a game. We haven't played it for a while. It's called Do the David Frost. Okay, so we're going to um, each do our David Frost impression. Sharon, yes, you're playing Do the David Frost. Is that all right? Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Okay. Um, we've got to uh, do our David Frost impressions. I'll go first. It's me, then it's Dredge, then it's Catherine, and then it's Sharon. Here we go. Right. Right, hang on. Hello, good evening, and welcome. Dredge. Hello, good evening, and welcome. Hello, good evening, and welcome. <laughs> You've heard of David Hello. Frost, yeah? Oh, hang on, top show. I'm better at... and welcome. I'm better at saying, as we go through the keyhole. You could have said that, but why did you... All right, we're going to go again, but this time, Kath's choosing the phrase. Kath, you go first. Join me now as we go through the keyhole. OK, Dredge. So You'd have to be very small to get through the keyhole. He's freestyling. Thank you, thank you, Lloyd, as we go through the keyhole. 
It's not Bruce Forsyth. Shut up. Shut your face. That was it good. It sounds like Frank Spencer. Shut up. Sharon? I'm far too fat to get through the keyhole. Wow. Oh. People are talking about literally, literally going <laughs> through an actual keyhole. These are in, these are in. Incredible scenes. Um, okay, I would say the winner of that is probably me. Oh, I think I was the. Uh, I think I was. I think I was the best. Well, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. We can. We can get. We can get somebody. Don't worry, guys. Everyone thinks there's a little bit of a swizz going on. Let's bring in someone impartial. If I do that, I wonder if I can drag you down here. Does that system allow? Nope, system doesn't allow for a conference call. Let's see if we can drag Stephen. Good evening, Stephen. Good evening. Can, before we get to your main meat and two veg, yeah. who um, who was the best um, in reverse order? Four, well, don't, no, let's, let's be kind. Third, second and first. We won't mention fourth, but I think we'll all know who it is when you don't mention their name. The de- best David Frosts from third, second and first, please. Uh, I, I don't want to do third because that's unfair. No, it's um, not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Well, OK, I don't want to do third because I can't remember any names other than yours and Dredge's. There's the truth. Well, hang on a bit. You can't remember Catherine's? Oh, yeah, OK. Hi, Kath. Hello, I live here. <laughs> Do you, don't, you don't remember Sharon? No, I don't remember Sharon. Sharon, that's mean. I'm sorry. Hi, that guys. is mean, Sharon, isn't it? Um, oh, do it again. Do it again. Do everyone have another go. Go on, and I'll be the judge. Oh, go. right. OK, well, we're going to have to put you in a minute, because this system here won't let us do um, conference calls, so I'm going to okay. move you. Stay there. I'm gonna, you're I'll coming back. This time. Shut, shut, shut your face. What's this guy's name again? Um, I don't know. No idea. Right, so we're going to do it again, and it's freestyle. You can say anything you want in the style of Sir David Frost. Uh, let's start with Kath. Hello, good evening, and welcome. There's a lot of physicality going into that, which is a shame because the voice is awful. <laughs> expounding far too much energy. Uh, let's go to Sharon. Sharon, second. Oh, piss so hot. So, did you say... So oh, hot. What did you say? Yeah. Piss hot? So hot. It's so hot? Yeah. When does he ever... When does he ever... When did he ever say that? You did. Oh. I did, but I'm not David Frost. I mean, there, numpties. All right, okay, fine. That's your go. I said, um, okay, I'll go. I I took the medicine. I got small, what? and I got through the keyhole. This woman's nuts. Uh, okay, uh, and uh, we go over and tonight on through the keyhole. We're joined through the keyhole. Shut, shut up. <laughs> Tonight on Through the Keyhole... We're a little bit of trouble. ...is the marvellous <laughs> Eve Thomas. Is that her name? The lady with the big bazoombas? No, who's and, that? A, a very talented newspaper publisher, I mean. Oh, Pollard. Eve, tonight on Through the Keyhole, our special guest is Eve Pollard. Hello, Eve. Good evening and welcome. <laughs> Dredge? <laughs> Hello, Betty. Good evening right. and welcome. <laughs> this guy's getting on my nerves. All right, we'll come back. You've done a whoopsie in the carpet. I'll do a whoopsie in your face in a minute. <laughs> Steve, Steve, it's over to you, Steve. Your, the judge's decision is final. OK, I'm going to have to give it to... Uh, on the basis that... Uh, no, 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 uh, third, second, f- f- third, second, first. Don't give it to anyone. OK, fine. Uh, third will have to be Sharon, even though I suspect she's on narcotics. So I don't quite know what she was talking about. Third place, nonetheless. Wow. Uh, hang on a second, hang on a second. Sharon, drugs yeah. are very, very trendy at the moment. They are on I, message. Are you I've on done, drugs? No. Have you ever done drugs? Yes, and I used to go to CA meetings and now I'm off them. Okay. Um, what? So you, cocaine, I, I, I went to CA meetings, but I, honestly... For those that know, it's cocaine anonymous. It's like a, it, I always thought it was weird that there's a meeting for a specific drug. It's like having whiskey anonymous, right? You know, for I don't know those guys. Well, no, but um, those meetings, they're they they really rattle through it, don't they? It's a real right. Uh, who's going to read out the twelve steps? Right, uh, yeah, my name's Ian. I'm cocaine. So say these are the twelve steps we follow our traditions and other. But I'm at, they're, they're, I found those meetings very very intense. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think about Gova? Naughty, 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 naughty boy. Who? Okay, well, that's her finger on the pulse. Okay, so she's third. Who is... Remind me to ask you about that awkward moment when you asked Kelsey Grammer about cocaine. Awkward. No, it wasn't awkward. Oh, it was awkward. Oh, no, we'll come back to it. All right, we'll come back to it in a minute. I'm judging at the moment. It might... Okay, but I I, I thought there were more awkward moments than that. But okay, fine. Okay, cool. Uh, um, Go on. Okay, so so Sharon is third. Sharon, we'll come back to you in a minute, I promise. Who's second? No, I I wanted to give it to 
dredge, but he was silly and did Frank Spencer. So he's lost it. I'm going to have to, by then, by default, give it to Cass. Yes, mate! Second. Going to have to, by default, give it to you second. You're second. So I'm first. Yeah. So, 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 what a bum lick. So, no, it's not. I want your prize. It's not bum lickery. It's 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 accuracy. Is all it is is accuracy. Hey, listen, listen. We had a judge. We all agreed we'd abide by the judge. We got Stephen. Although, um, you know, anyway. All right, listen. We're going to take a break. Then we're going to speak to Stephen and Dredge, who are both at the gala event. Actually, I don't know. I don't know what a gala event is. Just don't be stroppy, because you can't do David Frost. Right. Uh, they were both at the event I hosted last night and evening with Kelsey Grammer. Excuse me, I was burped then. Um, so, anyway, that, sorry, the group at the start was Fanny, and I, the, I'd never heard of them until today, until I listened to Office Hours with Tim Heidecker, and he, and he, um, he played some Fanny. That is it. <laughs> but they're a... F- <laughs> grow up. Grow up. Oh, dear. Grow up. Grow up. It means bum in America, doesn't it? Grow up. Grow up. Grow up. I've decided I want this show to be more mature. Okay. And it starts here. I love Fanny. I want to see I want to go online tonight and see if I can get my hands on some Fanny. I just want to dive deep into into Fanny. I want to What old Fanny? I want to well this, this Fanny's like 50 years old, yeah. This Fanny's 50 years old. I want to get I want to I want to just order as much Fanny as 70s I can get. Fanny, yeah. yeah, I want to get some nice 70s Fanny and I just want to devour it. I want to devour this old fanny. Um, so we'll talk about that. But it was so much more mature, Catherine, than than, I, than than you. So there. And then we're going to talk about lots of other things. 0344 499 This dear listener is Talk Radio. Talk Radio. Contact Talk Radio. Call 0344 499 Text TALK and your message to 8722. Texts cost 25 pence plus your standard network rate. Or you can tweet us at Talk Radio. This is Talk Radio. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk. By the way, Donna Marie, it's a niche phone-in. Have you seen her tweet? Yeah, it's quite visual for the radio. Here's a highbrow subject for the show. Shadows that look like celebrities. I have Pete Townsend on my ceiling. And she actually does. I've retweeted it. Thank you, Donna Marie. There is a shadow in the shape of Pete Townsend. Not just the, the powerful Roman nose, the stern upper lip. And uh, the for- the big forehead, there's Pete Townsend in shadow form. Remarkable. I don't get shadow puppetry. I think it's a con. I think it's a con. I think it's a trick. Because it's just fingers, isn't it? It's just, you just, it's, fin- it's, it's fingers. It's light behind fingers, um, cause it making a shadow, right? Yeah. So it's not really a bird. It's not really a rabbit. That's a skill, though, isn't it? Huh? But that's the skill, though, isn't no, no, it? No, 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 no. There's no skill to it. Do you want there it? to be an actual rabbit there? Well, yes. It wouldn't be a puppet, would it? Well, in a thing I saw when Just I was very... called shadows. Well, it's not a puppet. Here's the thing. Um, here's the thing I saw when I was a kid. Those those shadows came alive. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen in real life. That is not the thing that happens. So no, shadow puppets are a con, and anybody who um, goes, "Do you want to see my shadow puppets?" is a Jeremy Hunt. Who's, whoa! What two things? Yeah. Um, who says that? Hmm? Pete, just people do all the time, mate. You I'm see surprised. My shadow puppets. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. They say that to you. People say that all the time. Like if you're stuck in a, like a log cabin, for going to snowed into a log cabin, and you've right. run you've run out of literature, um, then someone will say, "Do you want to see my? Do you want to see my um, shadow puppets?" And I go, ah. 
Yeah. She also say, you're a very dirty birdie. OK, I don't, I don't know um, <laughs> cock and doody words. <laughs> We've got Stephen and Dredge on. Stephen and Dredge are two of my favourite guys. Oh, Dredge, by the way, thanks so much for last night. <laughs> no problem, you still owe me the money. Oh. Wow, Catherine's paying Dredge for sex? No. Um, right, you're, you're so close. Delete that picture. Someone's just sent me a picture of a hairy ass. You're muted, 8-Bit Man. Oh. You're muted, because I don't want to see that in my timeline. You're muted. I do, I'm just going to... No, it's disgusting. Right, so last night, an evening... An evening with Kelsey Grammer, hosted by Ian Lee at the Oldwich Theatre, a sold-out event. Um, I don't... I can't talk. It was my birthday. Here's the th weird thing, guys. It was my birthday, right? And Kelsey Grammer sang Happy Birthday to me. He led the whole theatre in a happy birthday to me. A cake was brought out. It was the weirdest night of my life. It was surreal. It was funny. I got on very well with him. We had a laugh... Um, the surprise was slightly ruined because when I got in to my dressing room, which Catherine came in because I introduced her to Kelsey. You, what did you, you liked him, didn't you? I thought he was very charming. Very charming man. And very, um, it was, we talked to us, it was talking to us. It and wasn't... he remembered what my name was. Yeah, old school. When we saw him again at the end of the show, which always makes it. A... And he engaged with us. It wasn't a, yes. hey, this is my producer, Catherine. Oh, hi, nice to meet you. Anyways, he, he, he spoke to you. Yeah, he did. Nice. Um, the call sheet, I got in and the call sheet said, six o'clock, uh, Kelsey and Ian arrive. 7.15, they're mic'd up. 7.20, sound check. 7.30, show starts. Nine o'clock, show ends with a surprise ending. Right? <laughs> Written down. And I'm thinking, come on, man. What, what else? And I said to the guy that was running it, Rocco, I said, Rocco, where's the surprise ending? Oh, nothing, don't worry about it. Thinking, right, well, they're going to sing happy birthday to me. Now I've got to do my surprise I face. I he's going to walk off. And um, here's another thing as well. I was given a very, very generous present, right? It's beautiful. A lot of work went into it. I'll find the name of the guy that um, did it because he deserves uh, a little bit of credit. Um, but I was given a huge canvas portrait of me. <laughs> of actual... Me and it's it's stunning and it's beautiful and I uh, met the artist there, uh, who, who who gave it to me and I was blown away, and I said thank you very much and we chatted and I retweeted him. I'm going to find his Twitter in a second, um, and all the time I'm thinking, oh there we go, Craig James Art, Craig James Art, Craig, thank you. It's, it's lovely, it's stunning. You've obviously put a lot of work into that. Thank you. And I'm thinking all the time on there, I'm thinking, what the bloody hell am I going to do with this? Where am I going to put this? And I went into um, Kelsey's dressing room later on, and he had one. And someone said to him, Kelsey, where are you going to put it? He said, well, I'm not the kind of guy that has a house full of pictures of me, so I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do with it. I said, Kelsey, I'm the same. Why don't we swap? He ignored that suggestion, probably for the best. <laughs> but I don't have any pictures. I have pictures of my kids. I have um, some art done by Marnie and uh, Narina and Dan, but, but that's it, no pictures of me. So I'm, I'm kind of wondering, well, where do I put it? Where do I? Where would you put it, Stephen? A big portrait uh, of you. I have got a caricature of the wife and I in the dining room, which is quite nice. Dining room's a good place. Well, the dining room. I don't. I don't have a dining room. The dining room is my office. Well, that's good too. Well, but it would just. I just worry someone comes in and sees it and goes, "Oh, you're a tosser." Toilet. <laughs> toilet. Well, the toilet. I mean, the toilet is where I've got my. Um, my wards for the radio, you know, the poster awards. Well, then why they? not? The shrine to you? Well, that means I'd have to take down my um, Baha Men um, platinum cassette for over one million sales of Who Let the Dogs Out, which well, I'm not actually I'm not actually that keen to do. That's a genuine thing I've got in there. Yeah, I know, but, and that is a huge sacrifice, but I think it might be worth it. No, because case. it's opposite the toilets. Every time I, anyone in my house sits down, I will be looking over them. No, it's not, it's not happening. Anyway, Stephen, you think there was an awkward moment last night, do you? No, I, I just, there were a couple of moments where he just, he, he was, wasn't he charming? Yeah. The most lovely yeah, man. Yeah. And, and uh, you did a brilliant job, but sometimes you didn't need to ask him any questions. Oh, he no, I had to do hardly going. anything. Yeah, he just went. I did have to do very, very little. And there were a couple of moments where I just thought they were, they were okay, he didn't want to speak. And I thought you were, you just caught him with the, the cocaine question. He didn't seem to be expecting it. And I just thought, oh, oh that's a bit, that's a bit thing. Um, well, I can tell you, he was expecting it. Oh, okay. He was expecting because I'd I'd met him for an hour mm. about a couple of weeks ago. Um, by the way, Rush, Sharon, Allen, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. I met him for about an hour a couple of weeks ago, and um, and we talked about 
what we could talk about. And I said, is there anything you don't want me to talk about? He said, no, you can ask me anything. I said, Amazing. really? He said, yeah. I said, um, I would be really interested in talking about your sister, Karen. Mm. Um, she was the sister who was, was, was raped and murdered when she was 17. Um, but I understand if you don't want to go there. He said, no, it would be um, my pleasure to talk about my wonderful sister on stage. And it was beautiful how emotional he got yeah. when he talked about it. Uh, and then, and then in the meeting, we talked about cocaine, you know, because he was a cool. cocaine addict, I'm a cocaine addict, he was drinking a, a, a gin and tonic. I said, oh, I notice you're still drinking, I can't drink, and we chatted about it. And I said, are you cool about me talking about drugs? He said, yes. Cool. So he was, he was up for it. He, he, he kind of, you know, he, he kind of... He, I, think he, I think he misinterpreted my question. Maybe. I think he misinterpreted the story about telling the writers what to do. Maybe. And I said, was that, was that when you were coked up? He said, no, 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 that's just me leading the ship. Mm. Um, so I think, I think maybe... But, but then also, um, you know, your experience is different from mine. You know, you were watching it, man. You but paid. You know really enjoyed it. And, and I was reading your Twitter. You were nervous about it. Yes. You came over so well. I'm not going to bumble anymore. I'm just oh. going to say you did brilliantly. And Thank it you. It was awesome. Stephen. So that's it. I'm done. Thank you. Um, but there were just some bit takeaways that I came away with and yeah. thought, I need to call in and debrief. Go on. And you will talk to Dredge about it, because Dredge, you were there last night as well. Dredge managed, I don't know how, but managed to sneak in to the queue for the photos, didn't you, Dredge? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I got really befuddled after getting a photo with him. Uh, very befuddled. Because, in what uh, way before? But, but for, for, so there's this event, and so afterwards, some people who had paid, and some people who hadn't dredge, and my sister actually, I'll be honest, and and Catherine, I'll be honest. <laughs> I, just, I just pushed them in the line. I I, di I didn't know if we get chucked out or not, and we didn't. Um, but they got professional photo done with him, and it was it's a great. I've seen the picture of you, dredge. It's great. Well, then you know, I went downstairs. They said, "Oh, you get your photo downstairs, mate, or something." So I went downstairs. And this woman gave me the photo, and I was so so befuddled. I said to her, "Thank you, sir." <laughs> well, that's a nice befuddlement. Befuddled yeah, in a good way, I'm hoping. But it was it was great. And here's tonight's quiz, by the way. Yep. What is the link between Kelsey Grammer and Eddie Large? Oh well, I know the answer. So Stephen, last night. Stephen, you know the answer. Yeah. Who'd have thought Eddie Large would get mentioned in an evening like that? <laughs> I did. Did you? <laughs> I just, oh, I just three, feeling about it. 03444991000, the connection between... And it's a good one. It's a, it's a legitimate one. What I, liked, what I liked about it was that you said, oh, he, he was a well-known comedian over here. And then Kelsey Grammer said, I've heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> But here's the thing as well. Really? What, where? Ni where exactly have you heard of Little and Large? Mate? Nicholas Lindhurst might be in the new Frasier. That's what he was hinting at, wasn't it? I think he will be. Or or there's going to be some kind of Ooh. Fools and Horses Frasier crossover. Oh, Either man. way, it's just a world I need to see. It's going to be. Anyway, Stephen, you had some questions. Go on. Not questions. Just, just but, things I'm still yes. thinking about. My, a phrase that I have stolen from him, without question when he was talking about the guy that was the voice of Sideshow Bob, oh, and he yeah. used the phrase, which is just a beauty, he was beyond any working definition of game. Oh, it was a great what line. What a line. A great line, a great right? line. Um, the, I'll tell you the bit that was uncomfortable for me. Yeah. And this is where I sat back, and I, I think I actually crossed my arms and thought, I'm not saying anything. His, his semi-defence of Harmy Weinstein. I knew, I knew that was going to be my second awkward thing to yeah. bring up. I thought you were going to let rip, actually. I couldn't. I, I, I couldn't because it was inappropriate. It, yeah. it, it, it was, it, it, he had a cautious defence. Yeah. I, I suspect if he had gone much further, I possibly would have had to say something. Um, but I'm also aware some people pay 200 quid for a ticket and, yeah. and I, I don't feel it was a huge betrayal for me to keep quiet. I think my face expressed enough you know, yeah. if, if he'd gone into a full-blown defence of Weinstein, I would have said, well, th th there are a number of people who disagree and it has, is, of course, going to court, and that, which implies that perhaps there is some kind of, uh, you know, he's been accused of rape and it's not just sexual misdemeanour and la 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 So there was, there was that. Go on. Uh, yeah, he mildly sort of dismissed it, didn't he? I don't know anything about his personal life. He's a great director and then just moved on, which yeah. is good. That's yeah. Kind of uh, I, I, the, the Christopher Plummer story was brilliant. Yep. That's another good phone in, actually. What's the link between Kelsey Grammer and Christopher Plummer? What is the difference between Kelsey Grammer and Christopher Plummer? The link. Oh, what's the link? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Amazing yeah. story. And the, do, you know what, do you know what my sad takeaway was? Go on. The fact that Eddie the dog and Martin Crane didn't get on in real life. I thought... Cause I didn't ask that, because I thought everyone knew that. I didn't know that story. Oh, well, I'm glad someone asked it, because I thought everyone knew that everyone hated no. the dog, because he was a little SH1T. 
Did you genuinely read his autobiography to find that? Yeah, uh, I didn't. That wasn't in the autobiography, I don't think. But I'd heard that story before. But I did read the autobiography. It's a cracking read. It's a really, really good read. I'm going to lend it to Dredge. Then Dredge can pass it on to you if you want. Yeah, please. It's a really, really good read. Uh, Stephen, thank you very much. Dredge, anything else you want to add before? And then we should move on with the rest of the show. Why did you ask him if he was difficult to work with? Was that implied in the book? That he was difficult. No, that was again. That was that maybe I maybe I messed the question up. That was the cocaine question. That was all to do with cocaine. Was he right, difficult? Right, right. Was he? He again. He kind of misunderstood that. It was. It was. Were you, the, the question was meant to be: Were you difficult to work with when you were on cocaine? Because I've read a few accounts where people say he was, um, and he denied that, and that's absolutely fine. But. Um, um, but I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it couldn't have gone any better, really. Thank could you, it? Man. I mean, what, what was what was very interesting was you you didn't say very much, which was great. Yeah. I thought that was really appropriate, and that is what, you know, a really good interviewer does. Well, I've, we've all we seen these Q&As where the, the bloke doing the questions talks more, and I'm not interested in the bloke doing the questions, even if it's a bloke who's on the jungle. I don't care. I'm here to see the fella set on the left. So it was easy. This was my thing from as soon as I knew I had the gig was, right, it's not about me. All I've got to do is make him look good. So I did all of the research. I knew as much as I could know, uh, which meant that if he went off on a tangent, I could keep up with him for most of it and go, oh, and what about this? Weren't you struck by lightning? Weren't, didn't you think you were Jesus? Um, which he did when he was a kid. Um, he, he downplayed that, I tell you. Um, and then it's not about me. I got a couple of laughs in. Beautiful. Can I just say I'm doing a meet and greet tomorrow? If anyone wants to come along, oh. thirty quid for a photo round the back of Sainsbury's. Is that all right? <laughs> okay, beautiful, Dredge. Thank you very much indeed. So that's uh, Dredge. It's going to be round the back of Sainsbury's in London. You probably all know it, and he'll be doing a meet and greet. Right, we got Russ, we got Sharon, we got Alan, we got Jerry. We got a show. We got a show, Catherine. This is good. I'm talking too much. I want to hear your lovely Lancashire tones, you wee Yorkshire lass. I'm not from Yorkshire. Oh, mm? huh? yes. Well, you're from that way. Um, I'm from Yorkshire. I am wee lassie. I'm a wee lassie from Yorkshire. And that's exactly where I'm from. And I've got a Yorkshire pudding for my tea. So we're looking forward to hearing uh, you speak in a little bit. This is the Late Night Alternative. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The late night lip service for lovers, loners, and lounge lizards. Yeah, well, where, where exactly is your accent from? The late night alternative with Ian Lee. I've forgotten your name already. Excuse me. On talk radio. And here's the th- here's the decision I made about the show. Right, I was thinking about this. This kind of hit, struck me the other day when I was listening to listening to Nick Abbott, and um, a caller phoned up. Ken from Newcastle phoned up to complain about. The naked bike riders. There were like 300 naked bike riders. Dirty. I mean, they are just disgusting. But 300 naked bike riders. And I thought, by, and I feel a little bit uncomfortable saying this while he's not here. I was hoping he'd phone up so we could have this conversation, but you can't have a conversation, so we'll, we'll do it. By letting him come on and spout his horrific homophobic views, are we, and having, but kind of laughing at him, are we, in a way, doing what everyone did with Anjam Chowdhury? Mm. And Anjam Chowdhury was on all the, the, the phone-in shows. Because all, he would say something outrageous and the phones would go nuts. Yeah, and we turned him down. We, were the only, we got in trouble at Three Counties because we said, well, actually, he was booked as a guest. We said, we don't want him. He's booked, don't want him. And we, He's not the only one. We, uh, with Tommy Robinson mm-hmm. as well. We made a stand. No one else at that station would. They said, yeah, but you'll get the phones ringing. I'll, I'll get the phones ringing, yeah. mate. You'll get, I'll the, get phones the phones ringing, ringing. with what, yeah. exactly? I'll get the phones ringing and it won't be with hatred. And so we made the decision not to have him on. And I th- when he got done, I can't remember what he got done for in the end, there were a lot of people that were going, well, we shouldn't have been letting him on the radio. And we went, um, yeah, we didn't. And, but he was there as like a figure of fun. He was the comedy... Yeah. Jihadist, is, and, Islamist. And, and it was an easy... Islamist hit, extremist. It, it was an easy way to get phone calls. And, and that so, seemed to be the aim of the game. And I, I, I just been thinking a lot since I heard... Hearing... Because I've not really heard Ken as a caller. I hear him when he's on James's show, but I'm in the office, so I'm not really listening. This was me in bed, listening on the radio. And what I heard was not Christian love... It was it was it was anger and it was hatred and it was it was horrible to listen. It was a toxic listen, and Nick was having fun with him. Nick Abbott, who I think is great, was kind of laughing at him and winding him up and saying, "Yeah, I agree with you having these people on the bikes is wrong, but what's your problem?" And it just didn't sound right to me. 
And so I don't think we should let Ken on anymore. Um, it's causing them very interesting anyway. Um, I just because just in the light of stuff that I'm going through, which I might talk about at some point. Also in the light of of I can't stop thinking about those women on that bus. Yep. It's really upset me. It's really upset me actually. And I can't help thinking that maybe allowing people on like Ken is adding to the problem ever so slightly. It's just adding a little bit of poison to the collective pot of of what we've got and is making it's normalizing homophobia. Here's the deal. If we had someone coming on all the time and you knew what they were going to say was going to be racist every time, you wouldn't have them on. Yeah. So why is it any different? So I'm don't cool have them on. It. It's not great calls. I th- we've had this... Any can't sport. have a conversation with him. No. There is no, there is no reasoning. I, you know, sometimes I'm interested in hearing where these views come from. I don't know anything about Ken and he's been phoning us for years. Yeah, you're right. All right, fine, good. I'm glad. You, I knew. I, I suspected you would agree, uh, and I'm glad. It just really bothered me. It, it, it sat in bed, and he came on, and I went, "Oh, I'm going to listen to this," and it was unpleasant. It was unpleasant. It was dark, and I, I thought the rhetoric was dangerous. Right, and you know, in light of you know the fact we've got gay pride is in the news again, and there's people dickheads saying that we need to have straight pride. And someone, all that kind well, of someone thing. corrected me. I shouldn't call it gay pride. It's pride. Okay. And I and I and I, I kind of bristled when they said that. No, I get, I get it because it, it encompasses all, pride, all sorts of yeah. other things. So forgive me for that. Yeah. Um, but because of that, you've got a load of people saying talking about oh well, what about everyone else? No, hang on. We're still in a situation where there are people living lives that that, that are they are not comfortable with and that make them want to kill themselves. Yeah. Right? And so while people are still living in darkness because of the fear of what other people will say or do to them if they find out the truth, then then we treat them with respect. Mm. Cool. All right. Good. Uh, let's try Cause and... Because, you know what? Not everyone is uh, on the back of a float with a feather yeah, boa. Yeah, exactly. And when I saw Pride in New York, it's really weird that it's all sponsored by, like, there's the Barclays float, there's the American Airlines oh, float. didn't m and do an LGBTQ uh, sandwich? I thought that was quite funny, but it's just these big corporate things, and it is, I think... Do you know a... what? Groovy. Awareness is awareness. Yeah, money yeah, is money. I if do... it helps them put something on, that's great. Uh, you're right. But be aware that they're doing it for their own reasons. Exactly. The, the, you know, the Barclays is doing it because they're going to be making money out of it somehow. You're going to get the pink pound. You don't see pink pounds anymore, do you? Um, all right. Well, that that decision that decision is made. Thank you for uh, for that. I would I'd say I feel slightly uncomfortable doing it behind his back. I would prefer he called on and we could have had that. I think we've pretty much had that conversation before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's, it's the decision is made. Let's go to Sam. Good evening, Sam. Hey, Sam. Hello. Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, but not very well. Are you on speakerphone? I'm on one second. Okay. iPhone. Is that better? Yeah, there we go. At last, okay. we get to speak. <laughs> we can Hallelujah. speak. Hallelujah, brother. What's going on? What's happening? Uh, I'm just watching uh, bash me up and close, close line on me. Just give me a second. Uh, this might fit in with what things are being said today, discussion. I have a very highly addictive personality. Right. And there's something going on at the moment quite coincidental with what you're talking about. Um, to cut it short, I was uh, admitted to hospital recently. Yeah. And I'd been there for four weeks, five weeks, as a result of my habit that led me almost to the edge of death. I was... Uh, uh, Anemic, very anemic. Uh, point being, I was um, addicted to over-the-counter drugs. Okay. Um, uh, Neurofen Plus. Yeah, yeah. Which is has uh, codeine, and for a number of years, many years, over a decade, um, it was something that's part of my. God, I can't believe I'm saying this. Uh, part of my life, part of my identity. Uh, crazy amounts, and it was something I had to take to function. Um, I also had the ability to cut things out. So, yes, I am, like you mentioned a lot, addicted to anything. I get addicted to anything very quickly. Yeah. 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 But, for example, hash, I was smoking that since I was 14. The day I decided to cut it off, I cut it off, and no symptoms. Um, What I'm trying to get at to is... 
I'm at this point now where it was fortunate, unfortunate, unfortunate the same way that I was visited hospital with this. The symptoms, of course, I'm hiding from the doctors. Uh, to them, it's a mystery why I became a anemic. Uh, I mean, the doctor even said, I've never seen a case like you. The last case I saw like you was somebody in Calcutta. Either level, this is this is this, these are the kind of things part of you is, is inside going, Wow, that's that. Uh, this is I'm the worst they've ever seen. <laughs> I'm a medical miracle. <laughs> yeah, and then the rest of you's going, Oh man, I'm dying. Okay, right, fine, yeah. And the only reason I went to hospital was I was falling, I was just literally walking a few meters and falling. My body yeah. had no hemoglobin in it, no any. I hope none of the nurses are hearing this anyway. Uh, the four weeks helped because. The withdrawal symptoms and so on are very harsh, and being in hospital environment, it helped. And towards the end of the four weeks, of course, during in, while I'm in hospital, I can't take these pills, so um, it helped um, me get off them. Mm. Uh, it was wonderful, and it's, I'm only talking now, literally this month. So I'm talking something that's very fresh. I'm a week out of hospital. This is where the reason I'm calling. Um, I started to feel much better in myself, started to get my mind back together, starting to feel I no longer need, need this rubbish. Uh, then you went and bought some? No. No, uh, you haven't? Uh, I'll get to that. Okay, okay. Uh, towards the end, they did a, 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 a procedure, a couple of procedures that needed painkillers. Yeah. So the hospitals themselves have prescribed to me codeine, pure codeine, as in without the neurofilm. Okay, that's the that's the, the okay. And then that started the little devil inside of me of started, it uh, uh, you know, trying to get more than what I want. Confused yeah. the nurses. Oh, you didn't give me the last one. Uh, whatever, just the, the, the drug taker me decided to want that thing. It was it's just the addiction thing. Um, yeah. And then. You know, I was able to, unfortunately, nick a couple of off the... the I'm being honest now. No, I appreciate your honesty, man. I really appreciate it. Just to work code. It just... It doesn't do anything. It doesn't give me a high. It just makes me... You know, it wouldn't understand. I believe I would buy... 32, 64... Between, what, three, four large packets from European packets a day just to be normal. Just and you... Because they will only sell you... As I find frustrating, they'll only sell you one packet... In each boots, so you you're like going from like exactly. boots so down, down to the pharmacy, down to the next one, down to Superdrug, something like that. Plus, are uh, the, the occasional chemists who you become friendly with? Here's the thing: we put in so much effort this. in being a junkie, so much effort, yeah. man. It's such hard work. And some of these chemists, you know, you get friendly with them over the years. They'll yeah. give you two or three packets. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So where are you now, no. Sam? What 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 what's where this are you now? This is why I'm calling. This is why I'm calling you. Um, that. This is where I'm really confused because I've never taken codeine in its pure form. Um, I came out of the hospital and to my friendly pharmacy. I'm now able to buy whatever quantity I want. What's it called? Uh, phosphate codeine pills, 30 milligrams, 60 milligrams. You know, I'm getting them and I feel like shit, man. I'm doing this all again. I broke yeah. the habit. Sorry for the word. That's okay. Sorry. Uh, and then it's not giving me the same feeling I was getting when I was taking your M Plus. Now oh. I'm going back into to combining codeine with codeine plus over the counter. And the whole thing's a mess. And I feel like real, really, really bad with myself. Really bad. Uh, okay, well, you're... you're, you're um so you're feeling a lot of shame. I don't even know why I'm saying this on the phone. And this must be well, I'm really glad you're saying oh, this on the phone because a lot of people think that you can only be addicted to, like, coke or heroin. They don't realise no, that no, you can no, be addicted no. to stuff that you can buy in Superdrug. The codeine thing yeah. is a massive problem in the States. Huge problem. I know, And I know a lot of recovering addicts uh, who are really nervous about taking prescription medication for that um, that reason. So what, do you, wanna, what do you want to do, in, Sam? In, 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 in A&E, I was told, they was admitted, my wife was with me, had I not come that day, uh, say a week had passed, I would have died. Yeah. Well, you, you know you're killing yourself now, right? Uh, now on the precipice of going back to yeah. the process of killing myself. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, you're, kill, you're killing yourself. By taking them, you're killing yourself, right? You know that, and it, 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 the fact that you were in hospital a while ago means, yeah, you probably feel physically better, but you ain't, you ain't what you were 10 years ago. Your insides, I, I would imagine, with that much neurofen, are probably screwed up. Uh, it, 
I'm not there yet. And the reason I'm making this call, why I need to put it calm, I call it nature, the discussions you're having tonight, just yeah. touch a sensitive point. And I feel I'm going back to where I was again. Okay. I don't want to go back so to how, how are you going to try and stop it, Sam? My, my problem is, it's not what you were saying earlier. I, I need it for the confidence. I am generally a confident person, but yeah. I'm an introvert. Um, the work I do demands that I be social and be able to talk. Uh, and I kind of lean on these things. It makes me talk. It yeah. makes me talk the way I want to talk. And when I'm not on these things, I find being able to talk very difficult. But you know that's a con, right? Here's the thing I learned. All the stuff that cocaine allowed me to do was, it's going to sound so cheesy, was within me already all of that stuff to, to have sex to speak to women to be funny on stage all of that stuff was within me as in placebo you mean uh, quite well not quite a placebo because it, it just sped up everything i was looking for yes cocaine gave me those things but it was fake it was fake everything it gave me was fake it was fake energy that i was borrowing from the future right uh, all of those things, uh, I, have, I have been considerably more successful since I stopped doing cocaine. I'm considerably more confident now that I don't do co cocaine. I'm considerably sexier. I'm funnier. I'm, I can look people in the eye, you know. So all of these things that you're getting from codeine you is within you. So you need to work out how you're going to stop taking it. Yeah, I'll give you an example on a typical day pre-hospital. Yeah. Um, I wake up, get in my car, on the way to the office, I have a box of, say, two tablets. Yeah. By the time I get to the and it's made up of uh, three, four, mid, uh, four, sixteen things, what are they called? Um, strips. Yeah. I'll have three strips. It's making my stomach so, ache just thinking yeah, about doesn't it. Doesn't that burn? Uh, that's where the... Uh, Okay, listen, listen, we don't need to go, I, I get it, you're, you're in trouble I'll and you want to start, I don't need to know my that... Leaking, my body's leaking blood somewhere. Yeah, Sam, course. you're going to die. Yeah, Sam, yeah. You, listen, we don't need to hear the war stories, it, it, it sounds horrendous, yeah. alright, it sounds horrendous. So what are you going to do to stop it, to sort it out? You know what's scaring me most is I've never, ever taken Codini's purest form. Okay. And this is my first week. Okay. Now well, then, that, this is your first week. This is good. This means that we're in early. It's scaring me very Sam, badly. Sam, yeah. I'm going to ask you for the fourth time. So. No, no, no. I'm enjoying the fact that you're avoiding the question because this is what we do. Mm. What are you going to do to stop it? I just did one step, call you and me. That's the first step. That's a great step. That's a great step. What's step number two? I don't know how to talk to myself. I don't know how to convince myself. You um, can't do it. On, I don't think you can do it on your own. Does your wife know? It's one of those things where she knows, but I don't want her to know. And yeah. She does my head in, and I, of course, I'm always defending Now, when you so, say she yeah. does your head in, is that yeah. because she's telling you to stop taking drugs? Yes, and I'm always defensive. I don't. Yeah, not but you're lying. You're, like, lying. you're lying. You're lying to her. You right. know why? You know why? Because your addiction, yeah. that addiction wants to kill you, and it knows that she's the enemy. Because without her, it can take control. You... I mean, if I had to put up with me all these years, uh, there have been, I've been a fool at times. I've yeah. overdone it. and she mixed must... it with alcohol. And I've been the fool of... Uh, she must love you very much, and she must be an incredible person. And we had beautiful kids, yeah. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, listen. You don't want to die for the for the kids. If there's anything that's going to keep you alive at the moment, you've got to do it for yourself. But yeah. focus. Let's focus on the kids. So you need to stop taking this, right? Um, yeah. You need to. Uh, you need to. I would suggest. These are my suggestions. My not what you need to. These are my suggestions. Right. My suggestions are. Um, speak to your doctor. I can't. Why? I can't Why? I don't know. Because they'll, they'll stop you from killing yourself. And what are they going to say? Don't smoke cigarettes, don't do all the stuff that you say, the boring stuff. Does it, I don't know what your doctor's going to say. You don't know what your doctor's going to say. But mm. So, you, so you're, you, what, you're scared of him just saying, you've got to stop? You're scared of that? So he's going to say it, and then what happens? That isn't going to, how's that going to benefit him? How, okay, because he's going to know the problem, and it means that in the future, once you get a grip on this, once you get a grip on this, he won't prescribe you codeine-based pain relief. So this is sowing the seeds for the future. 
Number he eight, might also, seven, he my, might also... My brain is finding sneaky ways to get it. Nobody's describing it. Here's the thing. Your brain, your brain mm. is evading every suggestion. Why have you phoned me? Because you're avoiding every suggestion I'm making that might help you um, beat this. So why, why, why did you phone me? What did you think was, was going to happen in this phone call? Good question. Mm, it's a great question. I ask the best questions. Because <laughs> 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 I've been listening to you for about 20 years now. I don't know, Ian. Uh, you, why did you yeah, pick up the phone and call me? The and then not only that, you then called me back, you, you pulled over and then you called us back. So you wanted to speak to me, so why? Because it's happening at this moment now, you understand? Yeah. The last three days, I didn't want to get out of the house. I didn't want to take anything, so I just decided to sleep. I don't want to take them. Uh, so I just slept, avoid the whole thing. Uh, I can all I can do is Sam is tell you what I did. Shut up, man! You're not boring. You're a brother. You're a brother in pain. I'm going I'm to close the phone on you a bit because we, we we're coming to the end of the show. But I'm not going to. You're yeah. boring. Who cares about boring? It's life, it's man. Warm people out there. Coke, drugs aren't just. A few don't no no no. I don't want you. I don't want. I don't want you. Sam. Sam. Shut up. That little red box in the chemist. Man, it's like oh, beautiful. I want that. that yeah. Oh, exactly. Plus, give it to me. Exactly. It's just terrible. I, all I can do is tell you how I stopped taking drugs. Yeah. And you'll find a way to ignore it. Yeah. No, no, go, please, Ed. No, go ahead. Uh, I'm not like that. Go okay. Uh, I told the girl I was living with at the time that I thought I had a drug problem. Yeah. Initially, she was furious with me. She was furious with me for wasting time and money and lying to her. That was the first day. Second day, second day... She shouted at me. Second day, she said, right, okay, what are we going to do? So, boom, within 24 hours, she was on side. Then we got in touch with Narcotics Anonymous and I started going to meetings. And I went to meetings for 16 months thinking I could cheat it, thinking I could just, like, do a line every couple of weeks, thinking I could still smoke weed, thinking I could stop taking drugs, but I could drink thinking all of that stuff, and then after 16 months, it hit me. I went, oh, right, I've got to stop everything. And then I stopped everything. After 16 months of going to meetings, trying to swerve it, trying to wriggle out of it, listening to the bits that I thought I wanted to hear and not the other bits. Think, uh, but that's how I did it. Is I told the, the, my partner, my girlfriend, the person I was living with, um, and I went to meetings. That's how well, I did it. Because you sit and share, you, you share with like-minded people who are in a similar situation. And there are heroin addicts who have been homeless. There are cocaine addicts who are driving taxis. There are rock stars. There are, um, are old women who um, uh, are drunks and do cocaine. There are, oh no, do, do, do Valium. There are people that have still got really good jobs and are addicted to, to over-the-counter medicines. Everybody's there. And you listen for the similarities and not the differences. Exactly. And it works, man. I got 13 years clean and then I stopped going to meetings and I picked up drugs again and started using coke again because my head lies to me. I attended once and it's the whole thing. I was just being judgmental. Are oh, you bloody yeah. loser? What about brothers? Some of them are losers. Well, they're not losers because they're sat in the room. No, I'm, no, I'm not being mean. I'm no, no, no. I know you mean. It's hard not to. Bodies. Yeah, I just the whole thing to me was nonsense. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get anything out the first meeting and I walked out. I mean, I don't hear all this. Whereabouts uh, do you live, man? And I was saying to myself, oh, this isn't me. I'm not like them. Uh, yeah. mm. where, where? Don't tell me exactly. No. But roughly, where, where do you live you in know, London? Kind of way, in a way, I tweeted you a few months ago, Rapero. Uh, in that cough, you won't remember. I don't remember. I remember. I remember. What was this? What did yeah. he tweet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob Farah, I remember this. That's it, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember this. And, uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, uh, where, are you? Where, uh, where are you in London? North London, yeah. North London, right. Yeah. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Right. Yeah, sure. Do you work? I run a company, unfortunately. Right. Okay, so you can get out of work if you needed to, yeah? I can, yeah. Okay. Hang on a minute. I'm a little look-see. Mm -mm. And that's the other thing, is being successful. Uh, Tell me about it. I was a big star. Well, under the influence of all this stuff and being successful, another fear of me leaving this stuff is perhaps I got to where I am. No, you, did. you did it despite it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, because of it. it no, no, no. no, no, balls. Um, that's not a great one. Hang on a minute. Um, okay, okay. Well, so what are you doing Wednesday at half past five? Whatever I need to do, you tell me. Can you get to... What's, yeah? Yeah? Why? What? So come to a meeting with me? Okay. Well, please explain. Yeah, I don't mind. I'm, I'm going, no I'm going to... Today. I'm going at Wednesday, half five, I'm going to a Narcotics Anonymous meeting. Would you like to join me? How much does, does he want it? Does he think it'll help? How much do you want it? I don't want to be in this anymore. I just want to be uh, flipping like everybody else. I just want to be taking drugs. Well, anymore. you're not going to be like everyone else, unfortunately. We're not like everyone else. We've got, we've got special gifts. We've got powers. We've got superpowers. I just don't want to be taking drugs anymore. I'm too old for this. I just want to give up now. I just want to be normal without Sam, rely on something else. Sam, we have to go because the show is coming to an end. Yeah, I get it. Sorry. No, no, you've got nothing to apologise for. I'm going to be at a meeting at half past five on Wednesday. If you want to come, uh, give me a call tomorrow between 10 and 1. Okay. All right, I if you give me a call between 10 and 1 tomorrow night during the show. Yeah. Okay. And that, so you've got 24 hours. I don't want to bully you or anything. Um, uh, so we got, you've got 24 hours. If you want to come, give me a call tomorrow night and we'll, we'll talk, we'll come on air and I'll give you my number or something and we'll, we'll, I'll, we'll text each other and then I'll meet you outside the meeting and I'll go in with you. It's a funny little meeting. It's a tiny one. It's really tiny and it's, it's weird. I like it because it's weird and it's, there are some weirdos there. Man. Um, but it's a good meeting. There's a lot of clean time in there. Okay. But I'm not going to bully you. I would never pressure you no. to do this or oh. not. If you want to uh. come, call me tomorrow night between 10 and 1. I just call like I just called now. Call now. Call, call now. Come call on the air and either say, yeah, I'm up for it, or uh, look, I, I don't fancy that. And that's fine. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to criticise you. Let me say, think about it. And then, uh, think about yeah, it. If I call, that means I'm up for it. If you just tell me one thing, what is it? It's, uh, it's a, you said something I didn't hear. It's a what meeting? Narcotics Anonymous. It's like Alcoholics Anonymous, yes. but for drugs. Okay, cool. All right, then. I'll call you tomorrow. Have a little... Sam, go go online. Oh. Google yeah. Narcotics Anonymous. Yeah. Right? Just Google... Yeah. I think it's, it's UKNA.org. But just Google it. Go to their homepage, and there's a few questions oh. on the front page. Am I an addict? Just answer the questions. Okay. And if you don't want to do it tomorrow, well, there's meetings every night, so we can sort something else out. Or we no, don't sort anything going, else out. You personally still go after you've... you've yes. Stopped you still yes. go. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I stopped, I picked up again. Sam, look, I have to yeah. go because I've got to go to the news. I really hope I get to speak to you tomorrow, man. I appreciate that. Thank, Thank you, you man. very much. Sorry, everybody, boring you. Sorry. Shut up, shut up. No, do you know what? There'll be people listening to that are in the same position. Thank you, Sam. I appreciate your honesty. And I'm sorry we've got to end it there, but we've got to do that. Mo, we haven't got time, I'm afraid, mate. That's just the way it goes sometimes. Uh, we will be back tonight at 10. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you, James. Paul Ross is up next, dear listener. This is Talk Radio. Experience the unconventional. Good evening, boss. The unpredictable. What's happening? And the completely unorthodox. Exactly. With rule free Ian Lee. The late night alternative. With Ian Lee. I've got no internet for the last four days. On Talk Radio.